Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Dear Heart Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. Happy Easter weekend to you and yours. This is an exciting weekend. It's a heavy weekend. I hope that it's filled with um, God's love for you. It's a reminder of his sacrifice and his goodness towards you. So without further ado, let's listen to our passage for today. Ephesians 2, 11 through 16. So then, remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcised by those called the circumcised, which is done in the flesh by human hands. At that time you were without Christ, excluded from the citizenship of Israel and foreigners to the covenants of promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. In his flesh, he made of no effect the law consisting of commands and expressed in regulations, so that he might create in himself one new man from the two, resulting in peace. He did that so that he might reconcile both to God in one body through the cross, by which he put the hostility to death. All right, so in this passage, we've heard that Christ has torn down the dividing wall of hostility. But what is this dividing wall of hostility? Dear heart, Christ is our peace. And in this crazy mixed up world we're living in, I've never needed him more. But for some reason these days, I'm more likely to rely on myself than rely on God. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's stubbornness and pride. Maybe it's forgetfulness. Maybe it's overwhelming pain all around. It's probably because all those reasons and more. I miss God. No matter how much I rely on myself, I'm always missing something. Him. His presence, his nearness, his comfort, his kindness, his guidance, and his peace. Dear heart, have you been missing the peace of God too? Have you been striving without resting in his presence? Join me and let's follow after God with all we have. Let's forsake our own way and choose his. His way is always best and his peace is so steady and sure. He purchased our peace through his death on the cross. Matthew seventeen fifty through 51 reminds us of this moment. But Jesus cried out with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. Suddenly, the curtain of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth quaked and the rocks were split. This curtain was torn, and so with it the hostility between God and man. See, the curtain separated and protected the Holy of Holies in the temple from everything else. The Holy of Holies is a very special room within the temple that was different from all the other rooms because it was the exact spot where God's presence rested. 1 Kings 8, 6-10 The priests then brought the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to its place in the inner sanctuary of the temple, the most holy place, and put it beneath the wings of the cherubim. The cherubim spread their wings over the place of the Ark and overshadowed the Ark and its carrying poles. These poles were so long that their ends could be seen from the holy place in front of the inner sanctuary, but not from the outside of the holy place, and they are still there today. There was nothing in the ark except for the two stone tablets that Moses had placed on it at Horeb, where the Lord made a covenant with the Israelites after they came out of Egypt. When the priests withdrew from the holy place, the cloud filled the temple of the Lord. 
God's presence was too pure and perfect for man to be near. And so when the temple was built, God instructed Solomon to have a curtain formed to separate the Holy of Holies from everything else. Try to picture the Holy of Holies as you read this description. Second Chronicles 3, verses 8 through 14. Then he made the most holy place. Its length corresponded to the width of the temple, 30 feet, and its width was 30 feet. He overlaid it with 45,000 pounds of fine gold. The weight of the nails was 20 ounces of gold, and he overlaid the ceiling with gold. He made two cherubim of sculpted work for the most holy place, and he overlaid them with gold. The overall length of the wings of the cherubim was 30 feet. The wing of one was seven and a half feet, touching the wall of the room. Its other wing was seven and a half feet, touching the wing of the other cherub. The wing of the other cherub was seven and a half feet, touching the wall of the room. Its other wing was seven and a half feet, reaching the wing of the other cherub. The wingspan of these cherubim was 30 feet. They stood on their feet and faced the larger room. He made the curtain of blue, purple, and crimson yarn and fine linen, and he wove cherubim into it. This room was designed by God, and he has really good taste, doesn't he? Lots of gold. (laughs) Now, each nail weighed over one pound. The ceiling and every wall were covered in gold. Each wing of the cherubim was taller than most humans. Can you imagine walking into this room? And that's not even the most overwhelming thing. God's presence was in this room. Only high priests were allowed to pass the curtain and enter into the Holy of Holies. They had to bathe beforehand, wear the approved clothing, and follow a precise pattern of behavior. Remember, all these rules were created by God. And once per year, the high priest would enter the Holy of Holies and make atonement for the people. Leviticus 16.30 Atonement will be made for you on this day to cleanse you, and you will be clean from all of your sins before the Lord. During this atonement, the high priest would sacrifice a young bull and ram on the altar. This pattern of atonement was ended with the death of Jesus Christ. Christ, our high priest, made a once and for all time sacrifice of atonement. Hebrews 2.17 Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way, so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God, to make atonement for the sins of the people. It is through his sacrifice that we are fully and completely welcomed into God's presence. Our sin is on his shoulders. Our debt is paid. We are free and we are fully restored to relationship with God. And so, when Christ died on the cross, the curtain was torn in two as a powerful display of God's abilities and power. See, the curtain was as tall as a wall. No human could have possibly torn that curtain. But what's impossible for man is possible for God. This was also a statement that God is changing the narrative. No more animals need to be sacrificed. No more separation between God and man. We are welcomed into his presence now and forevermore. God tore down the curtain between us. He also tore down the dividing wall of hostility between Jews and Gentiles. Galatians 3.28 There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, 
male nor female, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. Ah, the peace of God is stronger than any divisions we try to create. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Dear heart, today I invite you to celebrate the access you have with God. Spend time worshiping him, talk to him, just be with him. This is a wild and undeserved gift. Let's not take it for granted. To God be the glory 